1: The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. (laughs) The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self polishing glow coat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with songs by Martha Tilton and the King's Men, and music by Billy Mills. The show opens with Who Cares? The thing about this month of December, it's the one month when you really want your home to look its best, and yet you're busier than any other time of the year. What's the answer to that problem? Genuine Johnson's Wax, the famous polish that makes floors, furniture, and woodwork gleam with rich beauty and saves you work in the bargain. Women who practice protective housekeeping with Johnson's Wax don't have to worry about things like the Christmas holidays. Their homes are ready on short notice for entertaining and their floors can take all the extra punishment that vacationing children have in store for them. The tough protective coat of Johnson's Wax acts as a shield, guarding finishes against wear, and making daily housework easier, too. More and more housekeepers are Johnson waxing their windowsills, picture frames, and leather articles, in addition to floors, furniture, and woodwork. In fact, there are 100 extra labor-saving uses for genuine Johnson's Wax, which you can now buy in three forms. Paste, liquid, or the new cream wax. Make a note now to buy something. Sometimes we wonder if moving pictures are a good influence on growing men. Or maybe our hero is just too impressionable. Anyway, ever since he saw Mr. Ronald Coleman a few nights ago, he has developed a British accent and started a mustache. (laughs) If you could call that pathetic little growth on his upper lip a mustache. For further details, we refer you to Fibber McGee and Molly.
2: For sake, McGee,
0: put that looking glass away and stop printing. Oh, come, come, old girl. Can't <laughs> a chap try to put in a decent appearance McGee, without... McGee, please. Huh? Please, dearie,
2: drop that phony English accent. You sound like a stock company juvenile.
0: With ad noise. Huh. Stock company juvenile.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, I say, that's uh, jolly good, really. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I
2: give up. I'll go over to Mrs. Toops for a while. Oh,
0: Molly, just because I'm trying to improve myself. You
2: think that mustache improves Jenny?
0: Frankly, I do, Molly. Oh, not that I expect to look as good as Ronald Coleman. (laughs) Though I am better built.
2: Not better, Mm
0: dearie.
2: You're just a little more uh, buxom in the belt.
0: (laughs) Well, anyway, this mustache is going to change my whole personality. Don't you think it gives me a kind of air?
2: No, but that stuff you're putting on it does. Earth is
0: that? Oh, this lotion? Oh, that's a recipe the old-timer gave me. Says it's marvelous for mustaches. Been in his family for generations.
2: Well, it smells like
4: it. Why don't they mix up a fresh batch?
0: Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Scoff if you want but you'll be sorry.
4: Hey, Johnny, here's a different kind of lotion. Try this on your mustache.
0: Okay, old-timer, much obliged. This other stuff you brought me don't seem to do much good.
4: I know. Brought you the wrong recipe. Huh? That was Grandma's homemade fly spray. 70 days,
5: fly spray.
4: Hey, you might have poisoned me, old-timer. It's a good thing you come back. Oh, it won't hurt human beings none, Johnny. Oh. Grandma fed a spoonful to my cousin, Trimble, and he never suffered no ill effects. That's all. That is, unless you call running around the block screaming and hiccuping the ill effects. (laughs) (laughs) Say, does your
2: grandmother put up a lot of these home remedies, Mr. Old-timer?
4: Sure does, daughter. Never forget the time my boy Rance got his arm caught in the lawnmower. Well, sir, Grandma come trotting out, yanks his arm loose, rubs some awful smelling salve onto it, give it a couple of jerks, and that lawnmower run just as good as ever. (laughs) Well, leave me know if this stuff don't help, Johnny.
2: quite an interest in your mustache, dearie.
0: Yeah, he says his whole family is affected that way. You know, his great-grandmother got scared by a bicycle at the St. Louis Exposition, and believe it or not, Molly, when his father grew up, he had handlebar (laughs) mustaches.
2: Oh, my, isn't heredity interesting? (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got a mince pie in the oven. Oh, dear, I wonder
0: who that is. Whoever it is now, don't say anything about my mustache, Molly. Let's see if they notice it. Well, uh, can't
2: I just point and uh, snicker a little?
6: Please. Come in. Uh, Good day, my dear. Hello there, McGee.
2: Oh, hello, Mr. Mayor. Hi, trivia.
6: What's cooking? McGee, if there's anything I deplore, it is the idiotic custom of opening a conversation with such senseless questions as what's cooking, how's everything, and what you know.
0: They are meaningless and unanswerable is silly, isn't it? I, I never thought of it that way before, did you,
2: Molly? Well, frequently, you must know. Whoa. But if you'll excuse me, Mr. Mayer, I've got to run out to the kitchen a minute.
6: Certainly, Mr. McGee. And I must say something smells
0: delicious. What's cooking? <laughs> hmm. The question is meaningless, but it ain't unanswerable to Tripp. It's a mince
2: pie. Yes, and if I don't go take a look well, at it... Well, Latrivia,
0: the... notice anything different about me? No, I don't believe I do, McGee. Oh, I stay old chap, take a good look. It's something new for me, you know, really. Something new, eh? Yes, really. No, no don't tell me, don't tell me. Let me guess. <laughs> I really did it because I always admired yours so much, Latrivia. <laughs> Catch on to it. <laughs> oh, oh, how stupid of
6: it. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Congratulations. Well, thanks. <laughs> You've had your shoes shine. <laughs> No, no, no. You don't get it. Take a gander at my upper lip. I can't see a lip with all those whiskers on it.
5: What
4: do you mean, whiskers? That's a mustache.
0: Oh,
6: yes, 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 yes. Ah. Of course, of course. And very becoming to you, too. Oh, you think so? Hey, Molly, Latrivia thinks it looks good on me.
2: Oh, do you really, Mr. Mayor? Indeed
6: I do, Mrs. McGee. In fact, your husband's name came up this morning in regard to some Chamber of Commerce business, and my secretary said, now, if Mr. McGee only had something in front of his face.
5: But
0: let's get back to business. If we only had something in front of. <clears throat> oh, uh, what business, trip? <laughs> I'm uh, seriously considering renting the house next door to you, McGee. Oh. When you planning on bringing over your other shirt and coffee pot, La Trivia? <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, it's not settled definitely, McGee. The man who lived there before, Mister Gildersleeve, I believe. Uh, where did he move to? Sunday.
5: Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes,
6: yes. Well, he told me he had quite some trouble with his next-door neighbors. Now, tell me, who lives on the other side of that house?
2: You mean you don't know?
0: Know what, Mrs. McGee? The house on the other side of that house, Latrivia, ain't a house. It's a vacant lot.
6: Oh, then he must have meant that
5: (laughs) he...
0: Oh, I don't believe it.
6: Quite. (laughs) But I can investigate further. Good day, Mrs. McGee. And, uh, McGee. Yeah? Tell your mustache that the strange man is leaving, and it can come out now.
1: Martha Tilden sings Kiss the Boys Goodbye. We're such a happy pair
3: That it isn't right, no, it isn't fair to all those other boys, I gave the air. Oh, Daddy, let me say out late, for tomorrow is our wedding day. Can't the baby kind of celebrate? It's the boys' Goodbye. Daddy, let me wear the ming. What's the difference what the neighbors sing? Let the baby linger on the brink. Kiss the boys goodbye. And while I'm kissing them sentimentally, keep the liberal point of view. Because I'm breaking it to them gently that my heart belongs to you. So, Daddy, please remember this. That tomorrow starts a lot of bliss. Let me show them what they're gonna miss. Get the boys goodbye. Be reasonable, Daddy. Give me one more night to play. I want to sever all my connections in a ladylike sort of way. I can't afford to have a scene on my wedding day. I'd hate to have seventeen. The bride right way. So, Daddy, please remember this. That tomorrow's got the life of bliss. Let me show them what they're gonna miss. kiss the boys goodbye.
7: Goodbye. What is Goodbye. What's gonna change today? Goodbye. It's Goodbye. What will become
3: of us? Let me show you what you're gonna miss. kiss the boys
0: Mm. Oh, I had upper lip, but it quivered in the storm So I raised little mustache just to keep it warm Oh, I had a dead rat, this looking glass Makes me look like Dracula with a hangover Oh, I had hey, a little mustache Calling me, dear
2: Don't get mushy with me Look, I just saw your watch on the dresser and the crystal has gone out of it You want me to take it down
0: to jeweler's? Oh, thanks, I took it out myself, I got it right here, I have What are you using it for? Well, I jolly well wanted to see how I'd look in a (laughs) monocle.
2: Well, how did it look, if you'll pardon my morbid curiosity?
0: (laughs) I couldn't say, really. I had to squint so hard to keep the Bolly thing screwed in, I couldn't see. (laughs) Look, now, I admire the British
2: just as much as you do, dearie, but take it easy.
0: It's dangerous. What do you mean, dangerous, Mom?
2: The first time you start driving on the left-hand side of the road, you will be in a (laughs) mess. Come in.
0: McGee's residence? Oh, rather, old fellow. But we usually ask the tradesmen to deliver merchandise at the rear, you know. Oh, zip
4: it up, Orson. (laughs) Here, sign the receipt. What's this package? Some stuff this guy bought down at Haggerty's Snuggery Tuggery. Much obliged, lady. And you, Basil. Hey. Quit trying to act like a yank at Oxford and just be a jerk at home. (laughs)
0: Why, that fresh mug.
3: Well, say,
2: what have you been buying down at Haggery's Snuggerty Toggery?
0: Oh, I thought I might as well go all the way, Molly, as long as I'm improving my appearance. I got a black Homburg hat and a pair of yellow gloves and some spats and a walking stick.
2: Well, heavenly day. Yeah. What is the world coming to? And when? <laughs>
0: oh, I'll admit the walking stick might be a touch too much, but you can't.
2: Oh, no. Huh? No, it isn't, McGee. If you wear the spats and yellow gloves, you'll need to carry your stick. And maybe some brass knuckles.
0: <laughs> well, let's see if I sent my godfors in this package. Oh, dad, they forgot something.
2: Oh, I say, dear boy, what did the chappies forget? Your shooting jacket for formal crap games? <laughs>
0: nah, them stupid goons forgot to put in my purple velvet smoking jacket.
8: Your per- Oh, uh, will your lordship excuse me if I sit down a moment? I'm a little overwhelmed. <laughs>
0: Oh, don't be like that, Molly. Don't you want your husband to be well-groomed? Don't you want me to look smooth? Oh, you'll be smooth, all
2: right. You wear those fats and yellow gloves and somebody will polish you off. <laughs> but, say, tell me, uh, did you only get one smoking jacket?
0: Sure. You think I need two?
2: Well, won't you need a longer one for when you smoke king size cigarettes? <laughs> for goodness sake, stop looking at yourself oh. in the mirror.
5: Hello,
0: folks. What's cooking? Hello, Mr. Wilcox. I say, old chap. Is it necessary to use such weird expressions as what's cooking, how's everything, and what do you know? Really, they're rather senseless and
1: unanswerable, you know.
0: Oh, quite. Say what?
5: Say, what
1: goes on here anyway? Is he on the level, Molly?
2: Well, he thinks he's on the level, but it's uphill work.
0: (laughs) Won't you step in and have a spot of tea, old chap? I say, be a good girl and put the kettle on, old thing.
2: We're not having any tea, and don't call me an old thing. like a root beer or something, Mr. Wilcox
1: (laughs) No, thanks But I'd still like to know what this is all about
2: Well, I tell you He saw Ronald Coleman in a picture the other night And he's been like this ever since I only hope they don't revive King Kong
0: (laughs) I've had enough of this monkey
1: business (laughs) Well, hey, look, Febber McGee,
0: Mr. Wilcox is speaking to you Turn around I can see him I'm looking in the mirror, ain't I? Hey, Harlow, you see anything different about me?
1: Uh, No Except your face is dirty You've got a smudge on your upper lip
0: there That ain't a smudge, it's a
2: mustache
1: Gee, is it?
2: (laughs) I bet Mr. Wilcox was never so foolish as to try and raise a mustache
1: Well, you'd lose that bet, Molly I tried to raise one once, but I had to give it up
0: (laughs) I got a nasty suspicion, folks, that this is leading into something
5: (laughs) I can't get out of it now
0: (laughs) Why did you give it up, Mr. Wilcox?
1: Well, it interfered with business Every time I started to demonstrate Johnson's self-polishing coat ...and how it keeps linoleum spotless and sparkling with a minimum of time and effort. No rubbing or buffing. Yes, yes, yes. You just pour a little out, spread it on, and wait for
0: it to dry to a gorgeous mirror-like finish and it restores the beauty of the pattern and gives housewives hours of extra leisure and don't accept any substitutes and get some from your nearest dealer
1: today. We know, we know, we know. Now, what about your mustache?
2: Yes, how did it interfere with your business, uh, Mr. Recox?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I'd no sooner get through telling people how spotless it made their linoleum than I'd look down and see that black smudge. Every time I looked down, there it was. It made me nervous, so I shaved it off.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's it.
1: I feel like Uncle Dennis trying to pass Joe's Tavern. I walked right into it. (laughs) Did you bring me that book, Harlow? Oh, yes, yes. Here. Uh, No hurry about returning it, pal. Keep it as long as you like. Well, so long. So long, Harlow. Uh,
2: What's the book, dearie?
1: It's an English uh, book,
0: uh, How to Play Cricket.
2: How to Play with a Cricket? Oh, no, you don't, lady I won't have one in the house
0: but Molly, it's just a game I don't
2: care if it is In the first place, they're too noisy Aww. Tweet, tweet, tweet all night long <laughs> No, sir, if you but want... Molly,
0: to... Molly, this cricket ain't an insect I know
2: it... an insect when I see one
0: This is like baseball, only the difference That's is... That's
2: even worse, a man of your age playing baseball with a cricket oh. <laughs> Heavenly days, McGee First an English accent and then mustache and a monocle And now you play games with bugs
0: Aww. What's
2: gotten into you?
0: Hey Molly, what? You ever go to a quilting bee? Yes, I have. You ever get stung? Don't be silly. It wasn't a real bee. Well, cricket ain't real. Ain't a real cricket either. That's the English name for baseball.
2: <laughs> all right, dearie. All right, I give up. Go out and play golf with the grasshoppers. Ah. Uh... Like.
0: Play ball, Herb. Come in. Oh. Oh, hi, sis.
9: Hi, mister. Hi, oh, Do yeah. you want to send any messages to Santa Claus? My mama's taking me down to the department store tonight. Oh, she
0: is, huh? Hmm? I says she is, eh? It's what? Your mama's going to take you down to see Santa Claus.
9: I know her. Huh? You want me to tell him anything for you?
0: Oh, I don't know, sis. What's the procedure?
9: Hmm?
0: How do you go about it?
9: On the streetcar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, what is the modus operandi? Uh, the gimmick? The
9: Oh. You mean how do you tell Santa Claus what you want, hmm?
0: <laughs> That roughly was the thought I was trying to convey, sis.
9: Oh. Well, first you get in line with the other kid. Yeah. And then when it's your turn to talk to him, he takes you up on his lap, and that's the part I don't like, because his beard always smells like moth <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: you got to overlook that, sis. They say the moths are terrible at the North Pole. <laughs> now, then what happens?
9: I don't know. I've never been there.
0: <laughs> I don't mean at the North Pole. I mean with Santa Claus.
9: Oh. Yes. Well, then you tell him everything you want, and there's a lady standing there, and she writes it all down and asks you what your papa's name is and has he got a tragic account? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> That's Santa Claus's secretary.
9: Well, gee, mister, if she was my secretary, I bet you I'd fire, I bet you. You would? Why? Sure. Well, last year, when I was talking to Santa Claus, you know what she said to him? What she said? She said. Speak up, you big dope. How can I write this down if you keep mumbling in your beer? (laughs) is there any way to talk to Santa Claus? I asked you.
5: Well,
0: I should say not. I I guess he didn't hear her say it, because if it's the same girl I saw there last year, she had some very well-filled stockings. McGee. (laughs) (laughs) see I haven't got any message for Chris just at the moment, sis. Thanks, anyway.
9: Well, that's okay, mister. <clears throat> but I hope if you ever have a mustache, you won't smell like mothballs. Oh,
0: don't worry, sis. It won't. I, I got a kind of instinct for a personal appearance. I'd always been kind of a snappy dresser and man about town.
9: What town?
5: Oh,
0: maybe. Peoria, mostly. Oh, my. Goodness. Why, sis, when I was just a young fella, I was a chic of western Illinois. Oh, dear. With my bell-bottom pants and jazz bow tie... <laughs> When I worked in the big mill there, I was quite the dude. <laughs> mill Dude McGee, I was <laughs> Mill Dude McGee, a magnificent mask of masculine muscle and manly manners, mesmerizing the maidens in the Midwest, and mentioned most every month in many of the men's magazines as the mirror and model for male millinery merchants, meticulous material manufacturers, and miscellaneous members of the metropolitan mob. Mighty and magnetic from November through May, but come and hear the king's men sing. Rose, oh, so <laughs>
5: Rosy, 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 oh, day, she is the
7: prettiest thing. Under her window from miles away, the fellows all gather and sing. Rose rosy, day, rose a day. You're my filiganous gentleman who should Rose a day, rose a day. You're my filiganous gentleman who should You are so darling, so lovely. That's what I mean when I say Rose a day, Rose day, you're my pilgrimish in Marushibal Rawl boom Tadi eh. Oh, you're more of a lady than Rosie O'Grady. You're sweeter than Rose of Trolley... Rose of the Rio for Washington Square never could even begin to compare with my wild Irish rose, the sweetest flower that grows. I'll never betray my rosy, O'Day. she's my filigadoochishimaroochimaro, sadiero. Calling my daughter, I love you. That's what I mean when I say, Rose, all day. Rose, 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 my Rose, 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 Rose,
0: So much
2: little Does Rosie O'Grey. Gee, are you still rubbing that horrible ointment on your mustache? Yeah.
0: They need a lot of encouragement when they're young like this. You know the old saying, Molly, great oaks from little acorns grow.
2: <laughs> I didn't know you wanted a tree. <laughs> I thought you just wanted a bush. Goodness knows you've been getting enough raspberries to start one. <laughs> oh, well.
0: Don't let it get you down, old girl. Chin up, pip, pip, pip. Carry on and all of that.
2: Oh, stop talking like that. I
0: uh, hope that's the guy from Haggerty's Snuggery-Toggery with my velvet smoking jacket. Come in, Haggerty. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Uppington? Come in, dear.
8: Oh, ah, how do you do, Mrs. McGee? I just stopped into a... Oh, oh I'm so sorry. I uh, I don't believe I've met this gentleman.
0: Hot dog, you hear that, Molly? <laughs> she didn't know me with my mustache. <laughs> Oh,
8: my goodness. Oh, you're Mr. McGee. Sure, right oh, is. I do hope you'll
2: forgive me, my dear. I'll <laughs> oh, forgive you. Why, heavenly days, you're lucky if he doesn't kiss you, Abigail. To think that his mustache would fool anybody that much. What did I tell you, Molly? I, I knew mustache? when I... Mustache?
8: What mustache? Is Mr. McGee growing a mustache?
2: Why, uh, yes, Abigail. Isn't that why you didn't recognize him? Oh,
8: no, my dear. How ridiculous. No, I have a new lawn yet with bifocal lenses, and I simply can't see a thing.
5: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
0: Uppy. Don't the bifocal part of them glasses magnify?
5: Why, yes, of course. Why?
0: Well, come here. Take a peep at my upper lip. Very well. There.
2: you see anything, Abigail? Oh, my
8: dear. He really should do something about his skin. Those, those big purple
0: spots. Raise your sights, Uppy. That's my necktie. eye. <laughs> oh, May, of course, of course.
8: How
2: stupid of me, wasn't
8: it? Yes, it certainly was. <laughs> McGee,
2: well, what can we do for you, Abigail? Or is this a social call?
8: Oh, uh, no, no, Mr. McGee. I am a committee of one from our ladies' club to inspect some of the city parks and I thought you might care to go along. We have information from a very high source that parts of them are to be sold for parking lots.
0: Oh, well, come down off your high source and tell us about it,
8: Uppy. Now, please, Mr. McGee, this is not a subject
0: for
2: liberty. Well, what's so serious about it, Abigail? It's city property, and they can sell it for parking if they want to.
8: My dear, have you no thought for our little wild creatures? You mean them
0: parking lot attendants?
8: Oh! (laughs) Mr. McGee, you're impossible <laughs> You and your little grey
0: moustache <laughs> My moustache ain't grey
8: It will be by the time it's a
5: moustache <laughs> Ah,
0: good old uppie You know, Molly, I, I got a kind of a sneaking fondness for the old percher on
2: <laughs> Personally, I think she's a very nice woman Sure
0: she is, Uppy's an old peach
2: Do you really think so? Sure I do
0: She's an old, wrinkled, dried-up peach that should have been pickled and canned years ago. <laughs> Hand me the phone, Molly. What are you going to do? I'm going to call Haggerty's Snuggery-Toggery and see why they don't send out my smoking jacket. All right, here. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me Haggerty's Snug... Oh, is that you, Mert?
5: All
0: How's every little thing, Mert? Says, eh? What's say, Mert? Your sister? Got pinched, eh? For going too slow.
2: Heavenly days in her car, McGee?
0: No, a revolving door. <laughs> What's the Mert? Okay, I'll call him later. Goodbye.
2: (laughs) Say, you know, one of these days you're going to get your number right off and won't have time for one of those things. (laughs) That'll
0: be too bad.
2: I'd hate to take a poll on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well,
0: for goodness sake, McGee, take your fingers out of your mouth. Oh, just feel inside of my upper lip, Molly. My mustache don't seem to be growing very fast. Just wondered if it got mixed up and was growing in instead of out. You know, sometimes you'd like to say... Hey
4: there, Johnny!
0: How's the mustache? Oh, hi, old-timer. Those lotions you gave me don't seem to have done much good.
4: Johnny, here, try this one. Is
2: this another one of your grandmother's concoctions, Mr.
4: Old-timer? Yep. Grandma swears by this one. Fact is, she swears a lot by this one. We have to send the kids up to bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: pretty good, old-timer. Yes, but that ain't the way I hear it.
4: (laughs) Tutterfeller, say, says, <laughs> see where the aviator flew from Denver to New York in less than 12 hours. That so, says feller. Must have been in a hurry. Have a wife in New York? No, nope, says the first fella, in Denver.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, try this stuff on your mustache, Johnny, and leave me know what happened.
0: Okay, but I'm getting kind of discouraged. The more stuff I put on, the less it seems to grow.
4: Grow? Why, yes, why not? Oh, my goodness, and I've been giving him stuff to make it go away.
0: Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 what you doing, Mom?
2: I'm throwing out all these fancy hair tonic no. emotions. I've had enough of this now. Oh, now, Mom. I'm sorry, dearie, I can't stand this crimping and posing any longer. Oh. You'll have to choose between me and your mustache. You mean? Yes, now which will it be?
0: Well, I'll take the mustache. Oh. Oh.
1: Ah! Do you know what I've been doing today? Well, I've been just an old inquiring reporter, asking women here and there a few questions about my favorite product, Johnson's Glow Coat, the easy-to-use floor polish. What do you like best about Glow Coat, I asked them. And do you know I got a lot of different answers, but they all add up to the same thing. Glow Coat is an all-around product. It has so many good points that it pleases everybody. One woman said, I like the lasting luster glow coat gives my linoleum floor. Another talked about the uniform film that doesn't chip or wear off unevenly. Someone else said she liked its quick drying and ease of application. And, of course, everybody sang the praises of glow coat for the way it saves work. It needs no rubbing or buffing. Now, I knew all these good things about glow coat, but still it did me good to hear these women so enthusiastic. And I'd like to pass that enthusiasm along to any of you who haven't tried Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on your linoleum floors. And one final word. Remember, there's only one Johnson self-polishing glow coat. I still don't
2: know why you were trying to raise a mustache, dearie. Oh, it's
0: a kind of old family tradition, Molly. Ever see our family album? All my ancestors had beards down to here.
2: Oh, no razors?
0: No, no chins. <laughs> Good night.
2: <laughs> Good night, all.
1: This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Finishes for Home and Industry. Inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night.
6: Is your car sitting out in front of your house now? If it is, take a quick look at it. Doesn't it need a cleaning and polishing job? Well, then just try Johnson's Car New, the sensational auto polish that does two jobs at once. Both cleans and polishes in one application. New is a wonderful labor saver. It's inexpensive and it offers an easy way for you to take better care of your automobile. Remember the name, Johnson's Carnew, spelled C-A-R-N-U. Made by the makers of Johnson's Wax. This is the National Broadcasting Company. This is Chicago WMAQ with...